This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. But a quick reminder that alongside Joe Shasky, I'm Mark Willard, and this is the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Make sure you rate, review, and are subscribed. Okay, Jock Peterson is the other one. And, uh, and he's interesting on a number of levels right now, not only with the idea of making the all-star team and, and, uh, and potentially what's the conversation there in terms of re-signing him when Farhan was on with us a few weeks ago. He, he sold all of the, you know, the wonderful things he thinks about Jock Peterson. He's always wanted him. He got him, and he did slip in. We're trying to have conversations with him now. We hope that he stays well beyond this year. Making the all-star team might make that tough. He may want to he may want to test free agency. We'll see how the second half of the season goes. But one quick thing I want to say on Jock this week, he stated because Jock has been the poster child for the fan that says, I'm sick and tired of the platooning. If this guy's an all-star, you got to let him be an everyday player. You Yesterday, he got pinch hit. Yesterday, he got pinch hit for, and the timeline lost their minds. Absolutely. And Jock Peterson stated firmly, I signed up for this. This is precisely what they told me I was going to do when I got here. I got a pen. I signed a piece of paper. And now we're doing it. So you can make the case that that still doesn't mean it's right in this particular moment. And we can have that conversation, even though his OPS is almost 200 points lower against lefties. But but I just want to make sure the fans know because sometimes I feel like we make up controversies in our own mind. Belt must be furious about this. And Jock must be furious. And they're like, we're not furious about this. And in his case, we signed up for this. This yeah. is something he was behind when he came here. Yeah, well, I think Jock is just – he's one of the metaphors of a larger discussion amongst Giants fans. You're pinch hitting for Longoria. Why is Austin Wins DHing? You dropped 12, 13 runs that night. It was irrelevant. Like, I get it. You want to see Brandon Belt, who's six of his last eight, play. How's his knee? Do you know exactly how good his knee's feeling today? Do you know that maybe he doesn't want to face the guy that's on the mound? Like, there's so many elements that maybe forget the spreadsheet. Maybe there's a human element that we don't know about. That's the other thing that's kind of frustrating me from Giants fans. They're just p- bitching and complaining about every substitution and this and that. I'm like, wait a minute. Austin Slater's been one of the best Giants over the last 11 days. All right. You want to complain? Great. Then you're not allowed to clap when he succeeds and they win a game. You're mad that Wilmer Flores is at second base. So when he hits the game tying home run, because the numbers tell them he's the guy who needs to be batting in that particular moment. Don't get up and clap. Like you can't have it both ways right now, Giants fans. And I really truly feel that Gabe Kapler, and I was trying to defend him the other morning against Bonte. 
if they didn't squeeze the lemon for every drop, I think they'd be seven or eight games under 500 right now. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I Like, I am completely ears wide open with fans who are saying the same things that so many are, which is where are exciting players? Where and, for sure. and an exciting player has to be an everyday player. So there's the connection there. Yeah. But fans want everyday players. And do we deserve that as fans? We do. Yeah. We absolutely do. We deserve to have players who are compelling. This is an entertainment uh, industry. And, and, and so that's what we're doing here. And the Giants certainly have all the resources and the money and, and all of that stuff to go get them. However, there is a certain piece of the current Giants, and this is DNA stuff now, that is simply part of Farhan and Scott Harris and Gabe Kapler managing. And you either have to just allow this into your brain that this is going to be a part of Giants baseball right now, or you need to suggest that these people should be fired. Because if you don't want someone who is going to run math and say, we believe that this is the best position for this player to be his best player. If you don't like that, then you're going to be perpetually frustrated with <laughs> day this team. In, day out. even when they yeah. get the star. You're so going to get true. a star in left field or right field someday, and you're like, okay, we got our star, and the other guys are still going to platoon. Yeah. And it's going to make you pull your hair out of the sides of your head because this is who they are. Yeah. It's not just what they do. It's who they are. And if you want to suggest right now that this group should be fired – I think you sound kind of silly. You know, they won 170 games last year. They're not perfect this year by any stretch. They still won more than they've lost. So I just – I guess that's my point. I fully hear what people are for, but you have to either accept or reject who this this brass is at their core – and, and, and I, I mean, I would accept it right now. It's been pretty good. Well, so let's let's take yesterday's game for like the starter. They did this opener thing. They bring Brebia in before he even throws a pitch. People are like, I can't believe they're doing this. And my question is like, who else is starting this game, guys? Have you seen their – they don't have any rotation. There's nobody in AAA. They just acquired a guy that they're hoping maybe maybe can come up. They're hoping Junis can come back. So Brebbia goes out there, throws a scoreless inning. Then in comes Sammy Long, gives up a couple. Everybody loses their mind. But you look up and you go, this team gave up three runs over nine innings as a staff, a, a bullpen, whoever. They band-aided it, and they won the game. Why are we complaining? Okay, so Tyler Rogers came in in the sixth instead of, or the fifth instead of the seventh or the eighth. Maybe he needs to come into the fifth well, in this particular game. Why are we being triggered by things? Like, let it play out. Well, and you can be upset about it. There's plenty of things about baseball right now that a fan can say, I don't really like the way that this is going. And that's completely fair. That's up for each fan okay. to say. But I also think there are things that get hung around the Giants' heads that everybody's doing. We're like, why are they using openers? You know who used an opener in the largest game of the last decade? The Dodgers did. They used an opener in game five of the playoffs between the Giants and the Dodgers. So you can argue all of these points, but I do think that in some ways, Farhan and Gabe have almost become like poster children, like representatives of a movement that's all across baseball. The Rays have been using openers for years now, and I know the Giants are not the Rays. I get it. But there are plenty of big market teams Mm -hmm. platooning. There are plenty of big market teams, Mm -hmm. successful ones, using openers. 
These ideas are being used not to take you off. They're being used because they've been shown to work a lot of the time. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Well, and I think the one thing that I've noticed with baseball fans, they're the least open to change in general. For example, for of all the major sports, for example, just the catcher position. I was listening to Kruko explain why Joey Bart gets down on that leg. And it looks like he's doing the splits. And he was explaining that they've done this analytics for the big league level, not for high school, that they can get more low strikes. And I'm going, you know, it looks goofy. I'm not used to it. It's nothing that I would ever teach because I don't even understand it yet. But I kind of see where they're coming from. And let's see. Let me monitor how many of these low strikes that they're actually getting. And as I was watching, I'm going, okay, well, they've had a bunch of pass balls this year. It's a growing process for some of these guys that are new to this system. But I kind of see where they're going. And I kind of want to let it play out. Instead, I can't believe they're doing this. This isn't what Posey did. The Giants believe that it works. And they believe that winning will calm everybody down. Exactly. Right. Like, I guess my final answer to anybody who's upset with platoons or openers or spreadsheets or way of like thinking. That, is this stuff was all true last year and nobody was mad. Nope. I, mean, that, I guess that's my, my final point about it would be that like this was all true last year. They, they even then they did not have any players who made you want to stop what you were no. doing. They all, they platooned all over the place. They used openers. Mm-hmm. They used data. They used spreadsheets and nobody complain so all i'm asking for is consistency of thought when it comes to our approach on how we're looking at this you either hate it or you love it you can't only hate it uh when uh when it's not quite as pretty as it was uh when it first started well and the other misnomer is come on giants fans you, you don't like the shift i mean barry bonds was shifted his entire career i just saw a still photo from 1947 of ted williams being shifted uh dramatically like worse than anything you've seen in the major League. it was a still photo i couldn't believe it and i'm saying to myself the shift's been around we just never wanted to open our eyes to it yeah the, to a degree i mean now obviously, <laughs> yes now it's out of control hitter. and and you know look they're going that's another one of those things like they're going to change the rules about the shift. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they absolutely are. Um, and uh, and so, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see if that uh, gets a game moving at a little bit of a quicker pace. Uh, the other thing about Jock I want to get to, um, as he gets ready for the All-Star game, thought this was really, really interesting, is that he was invited to be in the Home Run Derby. And as a fan of the Giants, I was thrilled to see him say, no, um, I, I don't want to do the Home Run Derby, even though – It'd be a whole lot of fun, right? It'd be fun to see a Giants representative up there in the home run derby. But Jock has done it before. And it was, I thought, interesting because we usually hear guys try, oh, yeah, no, nothing's different because we've watched so many guys, right? They've got 30 homers at the break. They do the home run derby and they hit eight home runs. Bobby Abreu. Right. And you're like, what happened to this yeah. guy? And they're like, yeah. I don't know. No, it has Josh Hamilton. To nothing to do with the derby at all. Yeah. Jock. As he's been prone to do, this is someone who will admit stuff that normal players wouldn't, right? Remember the phone? Like, here's all the stuff that I texted to Tommy Pham. He'll just tell you. And he told us this week, like, 
I did the home run derby and I could barely move for two days. <laughs> I couldn't move. And, and so, yes, it, there's completely a penalty. There's totally something that falls by the wayside when you do that. Um, and you don't get an all-star break. Like those yeah. next couple of days after the derby, when you're supposed to be recharging, uh, you're not. And so the way he's hitting right now, I absolutely want him out of the derby. And I'm glad he said no. Yeah, I am too. And you just look at his batting average has kind of slowly started to decline. Um, I think he's actually been robbed. He's hit a couple of balls that I thought were for sure out of Arizona, yes. AT&T or Oracle, excuse me. This humidor thing is driving me nuts. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like it's driving me completely batty, if you will. And I, I really do believe Jock is. Did you see the ball, by the way, the other day that Brandon Belt hit off the wall that didn't go out? Well, I was at the game. Well, that was it. I couldn't believe that ball didn't go out. Forget the ball. Did you see his face when he got oh, to second base? Yeah. Was, I, I think he wanted to sign a free agent deal with the Tigers right there. I mean, well, and, he and, was exasperated. He's like, I have been hitting balls off that damn wall yes. for a decade, and I'm done. I'm, I'm yeah. done with it. He's not the only one. Then they're shading. I forget who their right fielder was at the time. He's so far into triples alley, whatever that is nowadays. Jock hit one to the warning track in center field, and he caught a ball in a spot. I didn't even know you could catch a ball at. I, I said, I've never seen a right fielder play right over there. So they're, they're just some unlucky stuff. I know it sounds like me carrying water, but I really truly believe his at-bats have been better. So has Bart's. Bart's at-bats have been better oh, than what the data is showing you. He, he took an 0 for 3 that night I'm referencing. It was Monday night. I was there. He took an 0 for 3. He hit one line shot to the left field warning track and another fly ball that was just shy of the warning track. He's been better. There's no yes, question. Much better. Been, not perfect, whatever. We'll see where it goes. But since he got recalled, he's definitely been better. In fact, he's one of the guys – we want to talk about coming up next, so we'll do that here in just a moment. A 